Hey folks, welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show. It's the show that's all about having fun in the most beautiful place in the world, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams, and Paul is here. Hello, hello. Greg is here. Hello. Mung is off somewhere we don't know where he is in the world, having Mung fun. We'll figure that out next week, but we have an action-packed show Fellas, this is maybe the biggest, craziest show we have ever had because we indeed are moving our way toward the holiday insanity on Cape Cod. Let's get the table set with a weather forecast for the Cape and the Islands looking at Friday, mostly sunny with a high near a luscious 44 degrees. Saturday, patly sunny with a high near 45. Sounds good so far because there's so many outdoor thingies going on. We're doing pretty well. We'll take a look. At Sunday right now, rain likely, mainly before 3 p.m. Maybe we will survive high near 54, though. Almost tropical for this time of year on Cape Cod as we move into December. High tides, low tides, what are they? Who knows? The water comes in, the water goes out. We just sit here and watch it and enjoy it all. What a spectacle. But what's the wind? Do we know what the wind is going to be this weekend? Very important. Let's check uh, the wind. On Saturday, we have a wind? calm wind. Oh, good. Becoming Ooh. northeast around five miles an hour in the afternoon. That's nothing. Totally. And on Sunday, we have a south wind 10 to 13 miles an hour with gusts as high as 28, Paul. Oh, that's not good because I'm putting up my Christmas inflatable decorations, including Santa Monster, who is as tall as my house. He's this looming thing over the neighborhood. And when it's winds like that, he, he he lurches back and forth like some sort of giant inflatable yoga doll. So Like um, a giant intoxicated it, it, It's a get sad sight. Here, it, yes, it's Does he uh, ever get loose? You know, uh, you know, lose his birth and you know, break free? Literally last year on Christmas, I, I don't know if you remember, there were huge gusts in the I morning. Do. I do. And Santa Monster blew up to the sky and then, and then came down. <laughs> Came down to Earth unceremoniously and 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 perished. So this is new Santa Monster, and I don't want to subject him to the Cape Cod elements quite. So yet. you've got one of those tricked-out yards with all the stuff and the bells and whistles and like millions of things going, and your electricity bill soaring through the ceiling. It is one of those yards, and we we are living in quaint little Katuit in a little neighborhood association, and we are total hillbillies with their giant inflatable <laughs> oh, stuff. Oh my goodness! The house is no. on it. Oh, Santa oh. Monster cast a shadow on the entire like neighborhood. Frosty the Snowman. We this year's new addition is a little purple hippo and Santa landing in a <laughs> UFO where, where it says "Merry Christmas." I kid you not, Paul. You know, if you want to be a hillbilly on Cape Cod, you put a washing machine on your front porch. Come on, <laughs> you don't put these inflatable things. Maybe next. You're year. a high flyer. Oh, oh, wow. Goodness. So I had no idea that was happening. I had lights on my front porch up until last night when I realized I didn't have any for my tree. And so I took him down and brought him inside, and now I don't know what to do, because I'm thrifty, Greg. You know what I mean there, fella? I put up my lights. Well, actually, I have, I have two sort of areas that I have lights. There's, there's an, an, an area with, with, an, with an apple tree, and there's an area with a, a cedar tree. And they're both a pain to put the lights in because the branches are, you know, trying to poke you in the eye and I'm on a ladder. Well, I'm glad you do that, Greg, because uh, Paul and I have heard some sort of alarming news. And as we sort of segue into this next bit, 
Uh, I will remind you, of course, that we have uh, high tides at 6 and 7 in the morning on Saturday and Sunday. And that means low tides in midday. Go f- good for shell fishing, which I might be out there this weekend. Uh, and uh, that sounds exciting. But, Greg, we've suspected you of being a Grinch for many years. We have hoped that we were wrong. Paul and I willing to give you the benefit of the doubt in many circumstances. Such as, a soft heart. As we look over <laughs> into your cubicle and wonder, what is he really like? So I can say, to lead this off, that I came back from Vermont, uh, the big Thanksgiving holiday, and there's a long ride from Brattleboro back here, but we found the courage, I guess it is, to not just go back to Wellfleet, but to take a right and go down 28 to West Falmouth to one of my favorite holiday places on Cape Cod, and I'm talking about the Bunker Tree Farm in West Falmouth, where we got out after a four-hour ride, went out into the tree field, field of trees, Field of dreams, Christmas dreams, Greg. Christmas. And we uh, ran around like crazy people because everyone has their own insane opinion about what makes a good tree. Shape, size, smell, personality. Who knows? And other families doing the same thing, bouncing around like really snippy pinballs. Like, I'm right, you're right, he's right. A little disharmony, but a lot of fun. And I cut down a tree. I got down, they gave me a saw. I cut down a tree. All the trees are 50 bucks, which seems like a pretty good deal into the pickup that was filled with luggage from Vermont. We had to stop at the base, pull off near the cemetery there at the base to retie it, where we saw someone else doing the same thing. You know, and we made it back to Wellfleet with the tree. All right, that's a long journey into a great thing. Bunker Tree Farm, West Falmouth, open Saturday and Sunday through Christmas, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. For 50 bucks, go down there and have a ball cutting your own tree. There's plenty of great tree places on Cape Cod. There may not be another cut-your-own-tree place on Cape Cod. So the jolliness factor rising in the studio now? Ho, ho, ho. Uh, Got got the tree home. The tree is now way bigger than we thought. Love it. Is it up? Is it it like in the stand? Well, well, yes. But, I mean, I I had to push that tree through our kitchen door, and it really was like stuffing a hedge into a mailbox. I mean, it was just... Way bigger than I thought it was. We all thought it looked teeny in the field. It was huge in the house. That may happen to everybody everywhere. Got it in, stood it up in our old stand. It tipped over immediately. Because the stand was too small. It's just too flimsy. This was a big tree. Yeah. So tried it again. Now my wife and I are starting to bite at each other a little bit, if you know what I mean. It's not straight. To the left, to the right. The kids come down. No, that's not right, Dad. So I'm underneath, you know, I'm really starting to feel that anger toward my family, which doesn't seem too Christmas-like. Put it up. It stays up for about two minutes. We sort of walk away a little bit. It's like Paul Bunyan chopped it down. So we had to go out and buy a $75 stand, a crinner, K-R-I-N-N-E-R, 75 bucks. I'm into this tree thing for 125 bucks now, but what a stand, my friends. Think of all the money you can save by actually not having a Christmas tree. Paul, I'm going to turn to you. Yeah, you're, you're, a, you're a man of romantic notions yes. of uh, uh, holiday love and, and Christmas tidings of good cheer around the holidays. You might like Christmas trees, right? 
Of course. And although I will say your story, nothing will test a relationship quite like us putting the Christmas tree up, being under that tree, trying to grip it, turn it, twist it. The branch pokes you in the face. You have to be so careful. <laughs> and you have someone up there saying, I am holding it. No, you're not. Let it go. I've screwed it in. So when, when it tips over, then, you know, and it happens to all of us. And I think fortunately for you, at least, I'm guessing it wasn't completely dressed at that point. It was not decorated at all. So that was a, that was huge. Cause I read some accounts uh, when I was looking at all these tree stand reviews on Amazon because I was panicking of families torn apart by fully decorated trees with fragile ornaments yeah. going down not just once but several times. When when you lose grandma's 50-year-old heirloom <laughs> glass ornament because oh, yeah. you're too stupid to get a stand that works, <laughs> then that's that's trouble. So I think you your investment is a wise one. It will last a long time, maybe forever. All of your Christmases from here on. And, and when you die, they'll put you in the stand. And there you will be, propped up in the corner of the house. They have to turn you because some side's should be pointed toward the corner. Um, but Not uh, on this body, yeah. Paul. Right, any any side out front, baby. Say, I'm telling you, say. you right now. But, uh, yeah, uh, maybe, no, no, of course. Maybe my posterior to the front, because it'll wow, right, guys? Yeah, wow is right. Yeah, that's right. So, oh, yeah. so you can, Greg, you can see that Paul and I, uh, while we've had challenges in the past. Yeah. You love your trees. We've love been rewarded. Uh, you know, I put some lights on it last night. Yeah. And so we just have a string of lights on it now. I turned all the other lights off. I don't know. There's something rushing to you with this old-time nostalgic happiness, and I felt goofy for feeling those feelings, but... Oh, man, I was just grinning from ear to ear when I put those lights on and turned the other ones out. And it was just right there. And boy, it's big. But I'm telling you, it's so great. So, Greg, you must really enjoy your Christmas tree and the times that your family has around it. So I guess we'll move on to the next topic here. I used to I used to genuinely love the Christmas tree. I used to love going out and buying it. We never caught it ourselves um, every year. You know, the whole experience of actually like buying it and, and, and being in a lot. You know, with all these other like Christmas trees, dead Christmas, you know, whatever, cut Christmas trees. I am sensing it was, it was kind of it was kind of interesting, but then it, after a while, it became too much work. I think. Um, oh, oh, come on, too much, too work. much work. Okay, no, okay, three things: too much work, um, cats, which I'll get to in a sec, and the idea that you're actually like. You have something alive in your house. It's actually a beautiful thing. I mean, Christmas, it's not Christmas, really Christmas, that alive. Christmas trees are, are gorgeous. But you could also argue that like a steer, you know, a, a Christmas tree is bred for one purpose and one purpose only, which is to be cut. The steer is to be, you know, slaughtered and eaten. So you're comparing Christmas trees to steak? Steak, exactly. Now, wait a second, Greg. How long has it been since you've had a Christmas tree in your home? I would say... Twelve, more than a more oh my god, more geez. than a decade. This the, the, is the, sacrilege. But the the other big problem is is our cats. Our cats would go and 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 they bat at you know grandma you know Agnes's you know historic ornament and it would knock to the ground Look, Agnes, they try to climb the tree no. I mean have you ever seen a cat try to climb climb a Christmas tree it kind of it starts to list and it moves you know from side to All side more memories it's, more golden yeah, memories and why and, you need Eric Stand you can't that's use, right get the Kriner man K-R-I-N-N-E-R you can't use tinsel I love tinsel and you can't use tinsel with cats because our guys will like try to chew 
it. They get it caught down their throat and stuff. They can just pull it out like, the other end, Greg. We have to take them. It's to like the a back. Scotch tape dispenser. And and what what we do actually is I think something more beautiful. We take the you ornaments. Stare, you stare at each other. All these historic in an empty room. You hang the ornaments on Pam. All these. <laughs> <laughs> just say stand Mrs. in the corner, Greg. Pam. Face this way. <laughs> My arms are getting tired. I know that's the problem. <laughs> okay, my turn, honey. <laughs> no, but we take all these these ornaments. We put them in bowls, oh. and we take all the little. And what? Little, put it down on the floor for your cats. Little, I mean, little, like, what you... little squishy, like um, um, you know, Christmas things. You know, like trees. And squishy Christmas things, the, like the, Jello. Yeah, like dolls and stuff. And we'll like put them around the house a little bit. Not not an overkill. It's subtle. And it's beautiful, and you're still honoring a ho- you know a really nice holiday. First, I think. First of all, I would without say, having this big, flashy. Where do you put the presents, Gregory? Tree. Oh, they don't get presents, Paul. There's no presents involved. Maybe it's, not. It's your presence, E N C E, that's important on Christmas. That saves a lot of money too if you don't actually oh. give presents, uh. right? Greg, you're on Agnes. God rest her soul. Somewhere <laughs> in a cold place, maybe. Who knows? Would say. Why, Greg? Why don't you hang my ornament on the tree? That's what we did. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's in a bowl or in a box that never comes out because there's got to be some ornaments that never make it out. A lot of them do, actually, you know? But I think we've also culled them over the years because we had a lot of crap. Like you've ones. culled your feelings? Yeah, or, you know, you cull the herd, you know, getting, getting back to the steer reference. Um, oh, and it, actually, the uh, presents. We usually stack them in front of the... Uh, Still in their Amazon boxes, not wraps. <laughs> the fireplace wrapped up when we're not using the fireplace. Oh, but then you have to move them out of the way. Or... Well, yeah, because it gets hot and they get like... You know, Aren't they annoying, those Christmas presents? And then suddenly, whoosh, yeah. you've got a big flame, All right. a conflagration. You need to go to Whoville and, and <laughs> your heart will grow three sizes plus one. No, I and you I, will. It, it doesn't It I, doesn't have to include a Christmas I tree. Knew you I mean, were, the, I, the joy... Joy of, of not the joy. I don't, I don't get all the joyous, but the, the the nice vibes of the holiday are still there. I think. I knew you were going to say the cats because we have pets and we. I get that experience. So a, you have to have the good stand. So even if they climb to the top, true, and they become a, a treetop are fine. <laughs> but the ornaments that they bat around, those are generally the ones on the bottom. Right. Put the ones that they can bat on, right, the, right, bottom, on the bottom. And then and then they have a whole month of fun. You but give what them if they, the joy of Christmas. What if they suddenly race towards a tree? They throw themselves onto the tree. So what? And they're way up top here going, Aah. Well, then call the fire department. They always get cats out of trees. <laughs> they come in with a mini engine. <laughs> especially built for these purposes. <laughs> well, where is it? Okay, let's go. Put up the ladder, fellas. Okay, yeah. it's up. What do you think the elves are doing? Greg, this is outrageous. Plus, I know, you've got indoor I know. cats I know. who never see trees. This is their one chance that's to have a tree. That's why they get so excited. I oh, mean, well, no, let's, ac- actually, that, that's why Why don't you give think- them, like, some kind of antidepressant or sort of some kind of yeah. slow-downer caterpillar? Well, we've never actually tried it on our two guys because we just suspect they're, they're lunatics. Because you joined the firm of Scrooge, Marley, and Greg. 
The other thing I thought you would say and you didn't yeah. was allergies because they oh. do the you know the the smell of the tree and I love that but I have people in my house who are allergic and every year they come up to the precipice of should we get uh, uh, an artificial tree and every year they push right past that and say no way we're going full on and and we make the trip to country garden uh, you know every single year first weekend of December find the perfect or semi-perfect tree, get it home, and it's a whole production. You're yeah. missing a whole tradition. It's like a Broadway musical in your own living room, and even the catastrophes are wonderful memories later. And you'll relive the craziness mm. and like the way the tree fell down in my living room the other night. He's not going to do it. If you, if you, if you couldn't get a live tree, this is actually a good question. If you couldn't get a live tree, would you get an artificial Christmas tree? Sure. Be serious, it's really. not the, No, I'd go out into the seashore and cut one down. I didn't say that, seashore. <laughs> My grandmother, who lived in the in the city, she used to have a little ceramic tree, which Ooh. was adorable. Ooh. And and it, and it, but it's still something that came out at Christmas time, put out. And, and then taken away yeah, uh, in yeah. January. So maybe that's what you guys should get. One of those old school ceramic trees. They're well, you know, adorable. we do actually have one that's about yay tall. Yeah, that's yeah. six it inches, was, Greg. It was my uh, wife's great aunt's. Well, they were small people. And you plug it in, and it has like little lights, yeah. and it has a little, you know, a like star the on the top. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of our favorite things. I That's think we're going to have to leave this. Uh, Paul and I, it's the Christmas uh, tree edition. I don't know. It's what all to say. about subtlety. Yeah. Right. Uh, we're going to have to have another intervention at some point in the future, Paul. But for now, we must move on. There's so much to talk about here on the Cape Cod Fun Show. While Greg tries to squeeze the last of his soul out of the toothpaste tube, we hope he finds some. I, 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 I doubt it very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, there's so much going on at Cape Cod. I mean, wow. It's a pinata of love and joy. It's a cornucopia. We really need to get into this. And Paul, when he walked into the office this morning, was walking in kind of a funny way. I said, hey, Paul, what are you doing? He's like, I'm strolling. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, holiday strolls. I live for him. And then I ran away. But he still seemed to want to talk about it at some point. I do love to stroll, and this is this weekend begins. I, I I swear, two to three strolls a night, all weekend, all Christmas season. The problem is so many overlap that you can't go to them all. Um, but if you pace it out, you can go to some during the day, some during the evening, and 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 they're all so cute. And here on the Cape, they're the most Norman Rockwell events um, in my little village of Katuit. And what I find interesting is that you know some like Hyannis and and West Yarmouth, they they work very hard to publicize the strolls. They want as many people as possible in Katuit. It's like this village secret where they don't want anyone to know about no it. Outsiders. So, so, spoiler alert, everybody. Um, they have this adorable event where all day they have hay rides down the village, and the village is, you know, probably half the size of a football field. Um, and and at the Kettle Ho, they've got, uh, well, they've got winos, but they also have decorations <laughs> and face painting for children. Uh, there's a, a magician who shows up at the library next to the Kettle Ho while the adults go and knock a couple down. And then everybody, the entire village, trundles down to the dock where Santa arrives in the fireboat. The, the oh, you did, fire you did a video on that. That was last year. That looked cute. And, and it, it's so cute. And Santa disembarks onto the dock. How the hundreds of children packed around him don't fall into the water at this point. <laughs> oh, no, we know. lost one. But, but it, so far, I don't think it's happened. And then he, like the Pied Piper, walks up the hill to the little village green. 
the tree is lit, Santa sits in his chair, Christmas carols are sung by by the Federated Church Choir. It's it's just the coolest thing on earth, and I love it every year. My kids won't even go anymore, and I still go down. Oh, and, I hate and when have, that happens. So I'm, I'm kind of in that zone yeah. right now too. And and that's you know that's repeated time and again all across the Cape. It really it's it's pretty hard to beat. If if you if you can't get into the holiday spirit, if you go to this event, Gregory, I guarantee <laughs> you're going to get a tree the next day. Oh it's boy, so Greg, fun. this is your chance. Yeah, but the fact that you've actually talked about it. It's yeah. a right wonderful now, life, Greg. I know, I'm a little concerned. It's going to be overrun. It, it could be, but then because people we have, have to... we have so many... Well, we're not going to tell you when it is, right? Uh, it, we're not... No, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. But it, I will say that it does compete with <laughs> Hyannis, which uh, tends to draw a very big crowd. Because so, the Hyannis one is cool, too. So I'm going to guess that this Christmas stroll in Katuit is on Saturday. Oh, it could be. What are you telling <laughs> We're an informational fun show, but Paul. I, but I will not tell you when. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know. Oh, I will say that one time, and this was very sad for all the kids, they all stood expectantly on the dock oh, waiting boy. for Santo to arrive. The DJ was playing, uh, DJ Lisa Z, who, who lives in Katu, plays Christmas music and announces Santa's arrival. She had just begun the announcements of Santa's arrival, and you see the fireboat approaching, and it was low tide and heavy silt out in Katuit Bay and you watch the Katuit fireboat just beach and the children watch. There'll be no like, Christmas. I think Santa's not coming this um, year. They're scarred for life. It was very troublesome. But wow. Well, eventually they, they were able to Check get those off. tides in Katuit, yeah, which I believe, believe is on Saturday. Important. Paul's not telling us when this no, divine event right. occurs. Or not three or four. But so maybe you don't know I, when I'm the tides are. I'm going to guess it's on Saturday and some of the other strolls going on Saturday, he said. Saturday, Sunday, Friday. Greg's They're twisted. happening all over Uh-oh. the place. Come on, I need to know. Osterville, if if you want to, you know, dress in your Sunday finest, Osterville's is on uh, <laughs> next Friday evening, and and you can, and you know, walk. And I think the stores actually give you hot toddies for free because that's a rare no, event in Osterville. Wow. Oh, that's Osterville. So uh, oh, maybe I'll go to that one. You have to wear a tuxedo, Greg. Yeah, it's a fancy town. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know some strolls that I'm willing to talk about because it's not in my town. Thank you. Uh, we have the Hyannis Annual Holiday Stroll Saturday from, hmm, let's see, 10 a.m. Saturday, December 1st, 10 a.m. Uh, you can enjoy all sorts of fun hot cocoa crafts for kids and meet Captain Santa. That's at the Cap- Cape Cod Maritime Museum, 135 South Street. And there's an annual harbor boat parade beginning at 4 p.m., followed by festive holiday refreshments. That's nice. We got the Yarmouth Port Christmas Stroll, 1 to 4 p.m. Sunday along Route 6A. Enjoy all sorts of cookies and fun stuff and lights. And then there's a tree lighting at 4:15 on the Village Green. A tree lighting, Greg. If you're gonna uh, go somewhere off Cape, how about the 45th annual Nantucket Stroll Weekend? Friday through Sunday, holiday activities. The magical talking tree. Oh. It's a tree that talks, Greg. Maybe you can get one of those. Wow, that's so different. that's uh, you know that wouldn't be a bad day if you wanted to spring for the fast ferry and go over there and walk the cobbled streets of Nantucket. That could be nice. More hot toddies. Oh yeah, free ones. I'm sure mm-hmm. it's Nantucket. Could be. That's no, free. That comes out of some of the the pipes in the bath and stuff. You get hot, cold, and hot toddy. <laughs> it's very nice. Uh, we also have the Barnstable Village Christmas Stroll, which takes place next Wednesday. And that's uh, December 5th in Barnstable Village along Route 6A. It's Holly Folly Weekend in Provincetown. That is a good time. I've been up there several times during that. All sorts of holiday events. 
traditional carols around the piano to the speedo run down Commercial Street. <laughs> Perfect. That's every day, though. Oh, boy. Greg, you going to enter this year? I get the perfect Speedo. I really do. Doesn't it have a little piece of holly in the front? No, no. Oh, no, those are jingle bells. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, 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 oh see you And for you folks with dogs, it's Howly Christmas from 11 to 1 p.m. on Saturday at the Yamath Dog Park, Sandy Pond, 474 Buck Island Road. You take a picture of your dog with Santa. You get uh, human treats and dog treats. And a raffle prize full of dog items. So that's just really starting to touch the surface. If you want to see some more stuff, check out CapeCodOnline.com. We have a big thing right on our landing page. It's got a picture of a wreath and a giant list of things to do. Uh, And also, I don't know about you guys. Greg, I really don't know about you. But, Paul, I love Christmas lights. Yeah. I am a light fanatic. I love Christmas lights. Are you serious? Incandescent LED, both types. I love them. You know, lit up reindeer on people's front lawns, all that kind of stuff. Big plastic things, big blow-up things. That's my house. It's crazy. Oh, hi, Paul. <laughs> Trick or treat. <laughs> I love these things, and I just wish there was a place to go on the Cape that somehow was like the center mm. of it all, light-wise. Maybe that had some room to roam, but mm. I'm guessing there isn't such a place. Wait. What? There is. Hark. Allow me to tell you about <laughs> Heritage Museums and Gardens Gardens Aglow. Ooh. What an event. This is, and they've been doing it now for a number of years. I think one year they stopped doing it for cost and they realized, big mistake. People people were like banging on the doors even though <laughs> it was dark. We want like, the lights. With we torches. Want the At least show us the cars. Um, but they, they brought it back and it is in full throat. Um, right now, and it's so cool. They they have all these. Uh, basically, the whole grounds are decorated with holiday lights. It's it's gorgeous. But beyond that, they have all these other things that are going on. So uh, uh, Santa Claus uh, sits up in the rotunda where all, they have the antique cars. If anyone's ever been to Heritage, you know where that is. And and he's always, I swear, the best Santa. Spends a t- it, it stinks when you're in line, but once your kid gets on Santa's lap, he spends like. 15 minutes talking to your kids and and I remember two of my nephews sat on his lap and Santa said to them do you guys fight and he, they looked at each other like, what do we do now? Oh, no. <laughs> because we do fight. But if we say we do fight, then maybe we're on the naughty list. But if we oh, say we man. don't fight, no maybe they know we are fighting boys. They were stunned. And so they, they hedged. They said, a little. Um, but anyway, so Santa's great. They have uh, mulled wine, which uh, is, is good for the adults as they walk around with their kids. The kids themselves, they have a scavenger hunt of finding the reindeer on the grounds of Heritage. Oh. Oh, man, and really, it's it's such a nice way to kick off the season. My my family's tradition, my sisters uh, and their and their kids all come down the day after Thanksgiving. No matter where we all are, and for Thanksgiving, they come down the day after. We go to Heritage, and that's how we kick off the season. I See, highly Greg, highly recommend. I love. I mean, for for years, actually, um, my wife and I, and actually my my mother in law when she was around, we would get in the car at night and we would go around and look at people's like nice. you know house decorations and. Our favorite one of all was Santa in the Winnebago in Brewster. Oh. It was a Santa statue, and he was bathed in light. It was very moving um, uh, ex- experience. If he had a patch on his eye, I'd be thinking it's an actual person that looks like Santa. That just fell asleep. That's Cape Cod. 
How about Whoa. the Giants on 6 a.m. Sandwich? I love those lights. The lit up giant. They have all these d- decorations, and uh, now hmm. they've actually spread all the way to 130, where you can drive down uh, 6A and different businesses, different uh, homes. They have these um, neon lights that are probably uh, two stories tall in some cases, and it's really cool. Wow. It, it, it's shocking because it's such a dark stretch at night, so you just suddenly come upon this very, very bright Vegas-like display, and then onto the next one half a mile away. And I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that. I I do. I love it. 6A can be a nice ride. My uh, dad lives in Denison. When my kids were little, we'd say, okay, uh, you know, which way do you want to go home? After visiting him around Christmas, you want to go Route Six? It's a little fast. You want to go Six A, and they'd say, "Let's go Sparkly Town," and that's what they called Route Six A <laughs> with the Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. Sparkly Town. Oh, that's so nice. Gardens aglow, four thirty to eight thirty p.m. Fridays through Sundays, through December thirtieth at Heritage Museums and Gardens, sixty-seven Grove Street in Sandwich. Now, Greg, this next item surprises me very much. Because we're getting the idea maybe your Christmas spirit isn't so Christmassy and your spirit of giving isn't so givey. But this is a lovely thing. You wanted to mention a place to buy local presents for people that you love. Well, you brought it up. You brought it up on the last show, and I thought it was a good idea because, you know, we want to be supporting, you know, local places. And there are so many local places down here that just offer some really, really, really great stuff. And I was thinking of my favorite place, and I would highly, highly recommend it, is uh, Scargo Pottery in Dennis. It's on 6A. Uh, it's sort of up a hill off the uh, parking lot at um, Scargo Beach, Scargo Lake Beach there. 30 Dr. Lord's Road, South Dennis. South Dennis. That'd be it says Dennis. South Dennis. Yeah. Nah, it's Dennis. Maybe it's <laughs> Dr. Lord's Road S. Yeah. All right. It's right off 6A. Oh, south. Yes. There's a there's there's a north Dr. Lords and a south. Jeez, you know Dennis. Uh, I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know it had a name, you know what I mean? Anyway, um, Scargo Pottery was, was uh, founded by uh, Harry Hall. Harry Hall is a, a, tit- it was a titan of uh, the local uh, Cape art scene. He was a sculptor. He was a potter. He was a, uh, he was a painter also. He's extremely talented. He was also a, a founder of the uh, Cape Cod... Museum of Art in Dennis, which is a really great place that at some point I'll talk about that too. Um, anyway, what Scargo Pottery has, it's just, it's it's almost it's like this um, kind of Japanese garden kind of kind of um, I don't know architecture that they have. Uh, I believe his daughters run the place now. What they have, in addition to some you know beautiful you know plates, um, you know sculptures. If someone's going to get me something for Christmas, you know what I want? I want a Scargo Pottery castle. They're kind of expensive, it's but I've always, I've always we'll wanted one. We'll spare no expense, Greg. Which, is, which are these giant, you know, uh, clay castles? They're very elaborate. Look, you're getting a coffee mug. That's it. Or you can go and get me a coffee mug. Oh. Those are nice, and they're not too pricey. And that no. place is a wonder world. My feelings upon exploring that, we did a video over there a few years ago, is that it's like this living museum of clay ninja people that do this incredible work day in, day out. And some of it's sort of figurines, some of it's bowls, some of it's pots, all sorts of crazy containers and also art forms and just expertly executed. It's exciting just to walk around there. And the thing that I liked, no pressure to buy. No. Just not. come and see what we got. Uh, it's, it's almost its almost like walking into um, an art gallery. Right. 
Yeah. Or an art studio, like a yeah, a studio working just art studio. Walking around. Um, but I would I would highly recommend if you're looking for something that's you know a nice nice gift, um, not too much money. Are the uh, coffee mugs actually our our, our cupboard is is filled with Scargo coffee mugs. Our two cats eat and drink out of uh, Scargo uh, dishes because no expense. Oh, brother! For our girls. But see, that's good because you can get someone kind of on on the the Scargo line, and you know, this year you give coffee mugs, the next year some sort of pottery. We're all looking oh, for yeah. an advantage like that because yeah, sometimes yeah. it's so hard to yeah. like figure out what like Aunt Up Mabel it. wants, and yeah, all of yeah. a sudden now you got her hooked. Yeah. You got a decade worth of things. Start with a thimble, work your way up to maybe, I don't know, a soup bowl, and everything incrementally bigger every year. Scargo Pottery, scargopottery.com is their website, 30 Dr. Lords Road South in Dennis, Mass. It's a turn right off of 6A. It's like you're going to Scargo Beach, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. All yeah. right, so you know, it, it, honestly, it's it's really a great idea to hit up the local uh, businesses too, because yeah, you can go on Amazon and and there's some expediency to that, but truly, you can get way cooler, far more unique things if you just spend a little more time. And really, it's just the planning time because once you once you've done the planning, you can go and get something way faster than even Jeff Bezos and Amazon can send it to you by his drones. You can have it in your hand instantly instantly and so scargo uh uh pottery is is a great one i was just in cape cod beer this past weekend and i was sizing up the uh uh, merry market they call it where all these local artisans and of course cape cod beer they're very good at shepherding the shop local community and this time of the year especially so you can get tons of tons of local wares there Uh, cape cloth i love fitzy's stuff and he's really starting to take off i mean he's he's not quite at the vineyard vines level but you know that cape cloth stuff I think is becoming more and more popular so highly recommend that as well and if you want to give the gift of food we did this by accident on Thanksgiving and only in hindsight when I looked at the table did I realize we had done this but we did an entire shop local dessert section so Ooh. we had we had Four C's ice cream on the table Centerville pie uh, apple pie uh, we had from Underground Bakery uh, a ricotta pie I think a coconut cream also from Centerville wow and uh, Paul and, take and it easy all, all the and it was and it was the whole and we didn't even plan it. It was just all these great local. Wow. That's and, nice. And when you think about it, there are tons of local food and drink makers now. Um, in my cooler, it was all Devil's Purse and Cape Cod Beard, local breweries. So if folks just give it a you know a little thought, they can come up with some pretty cool stuff. for. Uh, and especially if they're people not from the Cape. You guys know. I mean, people really dig you know that, that little taste of salt and sand from our little mm-hmm. uh, sandbar. So true, and it will remain our mission through this month to talk about local gifts, Greg. We have to stay on it. Paul, thank you for bringing that up. And guys, that's made me thirsty. And it's local. For this weekend, my friends, I discovered cider. Hard cider. A hard cider I could love. And this was an amazing revelation to me. All the hard ciders I've tried before, wanting to love, wanting to be an old-time Vermonter with a barrel of cider in my basement, sneaking down there every once in a while and not sharing it with anybody. Oh, come on. Never would work out because the stuff would be too sweet and I just couldn't like it. Too bad. Back to beer. Oh, I feel okay now. But no, I stumbled upon this in the Wellfleet Spirit Shop. It's called Little Tart. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> That's for you, Mung. That's for you. I knew that was coming. Oh, poor Paul. 
<laughs> trying to get chosen for the, the, the cheerleading team. And, oh, well, we won't go into that right now. Little Tart by um, Shoal Hope Cider Works out of Provincetown. This oh. is a cider maker. I've exchanged emails with them out of Provincetown. And this is a cranberry apple hard cider. And that darn zingy cranberry gets rid of that sweet aftertaste, that all stuff. You're drinking this almost astringent, tart, wonderful beverage. And it's a beautiful, like, red, pink, and so festive in front of the fireplace. And I have to confess, I went back the next day and bought another bottle. Mm. $4.99 for a 16-ounce bottle. It's 5.3 ABV. So you really don't get too soused. And my vision was, all of us maybe, gathered around somewhere, pouring out tumblers, toasting each other, and all around us, and not getting too soused like it was wine or hard spirits, but enjoying that crisp, cidery taste that's little tart by Shoal Hope Cider Works. We have a chance with cider now, guys. Did you bring any with you? I'm thirsty. Greg, I'm very, I'm very thirsty suddenly. I tell I, you what, man. They have a map on their website, uh, the Shoal Hope website, that shows places that carry it. I think there might be something in Dennis. I'm not positive. I will okay. get back to you. All right. But that was an exciting development for me, and it's local, festive, and sort of red. So that was lovely as we stay on the local you know what trail. I, you know what I love about cider is you can drink it cold or you can drink it warm and it's almost two different drinks but they're both delicious. Definitely going to have to check out this one. I didn't know about this. Have they been in business a long time? I think time? it's like a couple of years. Yeah. yeah, I saw a couple stories and uh, the guy said he had a vision like while walking on the beach in Provincetown with his wife said, cider? Provincetown? Yes! And just <laughs> wow. changed careers And now has a giant vat in sort of an industrial space somewhere in Provincetown. He's got like three or four different kinds. And I don't know. Here we go. It's a cider adventure. I've got to have that moment. All right, boys. We're running uh, late here. (laughs) So we're just going to have to briefly touch upon this. You know, I got to walk all this local food and drink off. And we have certainly been just sitting on our butts for a while now already during this show. Greg wanted to talk about the Highland Center. We had a story in the Cape Cod Times about the unrealized division at the former Truro military site, the old North Truro Air Force Base. The park has tried hard to turn it into some kind of maybe campus of arts and science. We do have the Payamet Theater out there. The park has a lab out there. Castle Hill, the arts organization in Truro, fires up some pots out there in a big wood-fired kiln thing. So some things have happened, but it's still somewhat, let's face it, derelict. But since we're giving and forgiving people, why not celebrate the derelict? And the Woods Walk at the Highland Center in North Truro at the end of Old Dewline Road is a great look through the past of what was and what continues to crumble. It's kind of spooky. It's about a mile loop. You can get a gander at some of the old Air Force buildings and you can walk right down the streets of the old housing area. You walk out to the bluff and you can see the Coastal Wave Laboratory by the Provincetown Center for Coastal Studies. And then you walk through crumbling things that are like helicopter pads. And I think they might have even launched a couple small handheld missiles from there at one point. It's all sort of creepy, all sort of crazy. It's a place we'd love to see come back, but we might as well enjoy it for what it is. There's a beauty in a in decrepit. Something you should know emotional <laughs> about decrepit. <laughs> 
You know, too, it's it, the Cape has such gorgeous walks, um, but boy, can we get spoiled by woods and water. You know, you're always along the coast, or you're on the beach, or you're in the woods looking at, up at trees. Um, here, you can see something beyond that, kind of creepy and, mm-hmm. and oldie, mm-hmm. and uh, really, it, it, because not many people probably make the effort to get out there, but they should. And it's a really, it's a pretty cool place to uh, check out any time of the year. We just passed the holiday, uh, the Halloween holiday, but um, I think now is probably a fun time, too. Mm-hmm. Um, see if Santa appears in one of those old housing units. Sometimes Ooh, it's the ghost of the past, fellas. Santa, the ghost Santa of Christmas past, Greg, will be visiting you tonight. Okay, we got to get out of here. My name is Eric Williams. This has been the Cape Cod Fun Show. Thank you, Paul, for being here. Oh, thank you as always. Thank you, Greg. Oh, thanks for inviting me. Till next time. (laughs) Uh, Till next week, keep having fun and see ya. I am the ghost of Christmas past, Greg. Bah humbug. Take the hem of my garment and put up a tree. No. I'm buying you a tree. <laughs> no, I don't want it. Oh, I'll no, buy I, you a tree. I don't want the tree. You got to get a tree. I'm not stopping the show. You got to get a tree. I'm just going to leave it outside. Well, I'll beat them down. I just We're don't. coming to your house tonight with a tree. I don't like them. How about an elm? How about like a, a nice a nice ornament? How about a larch? That will someday become a, a historical treasure because I will love it so much as it sits in the bowl at Christmas time. <laughs>